Welcome to another episode of Two Dykes and a Mic. I'm Mackenzie. I'm Rachel. Two dorks and a mork. No. You never know. Let, you know what? Let's change it now. Let's, let's change it right now. Let's um <laughs> let's get the elephant out of the room. Let's talk about my shirt. Yeah. Let's shirt. talk about it quickly. If you're only listening to this, first of all, get on Patreon. Second of all, if you're it is only a <laughs> listening, wait, if you're only listening, I feel bad for you because this shirt is one of the craziest things and one of the most unexpected shirts from me for you of all time. It's so, Thank you so feminine. Much. It's so femme. Here if I may, <laughs> yeah. if I may. So, yeah. um you know there's like a lot of very cool gay male musicians that wear very flamboyant clothing. I'm really picturing Freddie Mercury right oh, I was now. I'm saying like Harry Styles. Harry Styles is not gay. Mm? Not my fucking problem. <laughs> I cannot keep trying to out Famous musicians. That's not my job. No, no, no. As and a gay We are person, not outing anybody. Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift has, has outed, outed herself. herself. There, That's, let's get that right the fuck out of the way. I am not outing anybody who no. has not already done it upon themselves. Right, no. And I'm not out here trying to push any agenda. No. But my shirt? There's a lot going on with so your shirt. So it's, it's a long sleeve. It's a 4XL. It was on sale for $3.99. From where? I don't remember. Okay. I couldn't possibly. It is way too big for you. Oh, Target. Okay. Um, it's just so flowy. Yeah. You do look like you were in the movie uh, A Night at the Roxbury. Thank you. No, so it's I'm not going- a compliment. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. When I was going, when I when I purchased this item, mm-hmm. I see the gold. Yeah. I see the velvet. Mm-hmm. I see the reflectability of it, the movement in it, right? It's very 70s. Thank you. Once again, not a compliment. <laughs> I'm thinking what I look like in my mind's eye mm-hmm. is a rich prince. And I mean, like, royalty, but also, like, the musician prince. Okay. So, like, you know, kind of like, you know, if you wear something baggy, you have the illusion of being like, oh, I'm so skinny, I'm swimming in it. You look like you are swimming in it. You look like, to me, Kylie Minogue. It's not what I was going for. But it, but it's what it is. Have we talked about this before? No. No. Okay. I haven't worn this in front of you, have I? No. So I'm thinking to myself, I look like royalty, yeah. right? And I like bought this shirt and I'm like, everyone's going to be like, oh my God, Rachel looks so mask and rich. Where in your, like, what? You have to understand that there is like this movement within like kind of masculinity that is like this oversized, almost like crop top, flowy, like revealing like... Showing little chest because it's like right. draping. Yeah. And it's like this kind of like flowy, I guess like Harry Styles esque-ness. But do you realize that that masculinity is then rooted in a femininity? Yes. That's what yes, yeah. hundred percent. Okay. And that's what I like. So you're thinking, I'm gonna go feminine and it's gonna make me look masculine. Yes. See, now okay. you're getting into the eye of a murderer. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I'm ha- that's what I think I'm doing, right? Yeah. I buy this shirt mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm gonna look mask femme, femme mask. Yeah. I find a video of myself on stage wearing it. Not only do I look like a tent, like a literal circus tent, like some, not, not a circus performer, nay, nay, nay. No. The tent that they perform underneath, somebody would be like, oh my God, it's raining, where do we go? Under Rachel Scanlon's t-shirt. 
on top of that, (laughs) I look so fucking feminine. You look very feminine. That it does, it's coming off almost like a house soccer mom, like a housewife. It looks like um, a housewife who's going out on the town and all she has to wear is what she wore back in high school. Yes. Oh, yeah. God, In the, the read 70s. is accurate. <laughs> yeah. It's so accurate. I'm so Here's sorry. So fu- it's very challenging. Mm-hmm. I've had, if you're a new listener, I was 50 pounds heavier when we started this podcast. Right. And I'm like, identify as like a tomboy, soft butch. Mm-hmm. And I want so badly to look awesome. And I, my sense of style is like gaudy and flashy. Like I wear too many rings. I wear yeah. a chain. I'm always just kind of like experimenting with like, colors and fabrics and textures like yeah. you, if you see me i'm either gonna look like a gym teacher or bruno mars i was gonna say you you very much have the uh, i would say personal identity of bruno mars yes 100 percent flashy yeah. and should be always played by zendaya yeah so it's not easy but in my mind's eye i'm like this is gonna work now i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you what i actually look like yeah and this is a is a reach but do you know the movie school of rock yeah do you know that they when they made that that fruity kid be the like the band designer mm-hmm. and then he puts freddie in clothing and then freddie turns around and he's wearing this yeah, yeah. this is what i look like absolutely if you understand what i'm talking about mm-hmm. first of all you and i would be friends in real life second of all i'm so glad that you have a very accurate if i just put on like one headband yeah that's me it is it actually is and if you're not watching this podcast but now i have a question yeah you've said all this we've opened up obviously the shirt isn't working <laughs> is that where we've landed what i think wor- here's what's fucked up in my mind <laughs> i've seen it on stage i know it doesn't work and i'm like well let's let's see how it looks sitting okay so that's what i was gonna ask why the hell are you wearing it okay. today i'm so glad <laughs> yes i literally i'm like ma- it's so the fabric is so fancy I feel fancy. I just can I be look, honest? Yeah. You do. Do I look the, like the curtain? Yeah. You look like the curtain behind us. Actually, in fact, I would love to hang that behind Fuck. us. Okay, we're gonna hang it. I was hoping <laughs> that somehow sitting no would give me this like sexy kind of like cool. I don't really give a shit that my clothes are too big type of look. Are you now? Yeah. From Jersey. From Jersey. Okay. It's very hard mm-hmm. to be fat and mask. Okay. I rest my case. Listen, the I... The shirt comes off. <laughs> just leave the shirt on. Since you gave such a treat today, <laughs> you gave us all such a treat with this shirt. Yeah. And a lot of fun. <gasps> I have something for you that I told you I was going to do, which is read one of my diary entries from 2017, a couple days after I met you. This... By the way, mm-hmm. you're going to be witnessing Two Dykes history. Also, welcome to the episode. I'm Ray. I'm Ken's. And we're lovers, <laughs> sisters, wives. I think we already introduced Sinners ourselves. and saints. Oh, I don't think we did. I think we did. Well, it's so nice we did it twice. I love that. All right. Okay. So, so wait. And let me just, if I may. Yeah. You are a diary writer. No. Okay. So I'm actually not. What's funny is this is one of the last entries I ever did. So I think I was when I first moved here because like a lot of big changes were happening in my life. Sure. And I think I moved here without any friends, no family. So this is like kind of my way of like getting, it was an outlet for me. Yeah. You were expressing your feelings. Yes. A la Taylor Swift, teardrops on my guitar, writing music about me. I mean, I am poetry. the Taylor Swift of comedy. <laughs> Everyone's always said that Mackenzie it's, Goodwin. All my comedy is very queer coded. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's super, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so yes, I did diary entries, but when I was reading back through them, I was like, oh, they're very sporadic and they're usually after something either really bad happened or something really good or something pivotal. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I was just like every single day writing. Sure. I'm okay. just doing like the hits. The hits. Yeah. And Look I would it. go with, I would go like a year without doing it. This, and I do believe I've said this before. This mm-hmm. is a narcissist mm-hmm. dream come true yeah. to have someone say, I had to write a diary entry the first day that I met you. Okay, so I thought it was the first day. It was a couple days after. I'm still calling this a huge huge win. win. It's a huge win. Honestly, you're not gushy. No, I'm not gushy. I do not care like anybody. Right. You don't, I feel like you're more, like you're, how, I can't believe how much you like me. I am honored to be here in your diary. Mackenzie Goodwin is in love with me. You heard it here. And you brought it. Where's your diary? Let me see it. Well, so I'm not showing you my diary because I don't want people on Patreon to know what my diary looks like because it is a little embarrassing. Oh my God, is it like pink? Is it like the burn book? No, it's worse. Oh, is it like goth? Like the eyeball? Is it? Does it look like the one from Hocus Pocus? Is it your spell Honestly, book? I fucking wish. I wish. No, it's Bull. It's worse. Wait, for this podcast, we have to review Hocus Pocus too. We have to. I had the biggest crush on Sarah Jessica Parker. Children. <laughs> she's very, very sexy. Very sexy as a witch. She's like a sexy, the blonde. Yeah. But also, don't keep, I'll fucking, I'll fuck all of them. Uh, the all whole, of the Sanderson, the Sanderson sisters, sisters. They can get it. 100%. All three. 100. I would feel like I was like, you know how they would put kids in cages? Yeah. And I'd be like, put me I'll in that be, fucking cage. Hoist me up. Yes. Make me scream. Honestly, I'm here for it. Fucking yeah. I think Hocus Pocus, the original OG, probably made our generation very into witches. Yes. Cages. Yes. Spells. 100%. It kind of makes sense. There's a whole coven out here that was raised by Hocus Pocus. Yeah. I think a lot of people are really into that because of Disney. Disney I was also weirdly attracted to the cat. Oh. Because Mm. he talked? Yeah. I was weirdly attracted to the brother that died. Long-haired brother. And look at us. Mm -hmm. Now we're here. (laughs) Okay. So I had a diary. Don't write in it anymore. Sure, sure. I did get it. It was gifted to me from the Renaissance Festival. So it's leather bound. Say no more. The pages are like pressed pages. So they're a not. A little thick? Yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah, they're a little thick. It's humiliating. And I know that. And that's why I don't want there to be photographic proof of my diary. So you took a pic. You found it? I found it. Took a, took picture, a picture of, of your diary yeah. that you wrote about me. And you have not written since. Is that accurate? Correct. Have not written. Um, there might have been like one or two after this. Because this was in 2017. I think it was like. Did you write after you met Erica? Probably, I'm sure. Uh, There were like big moments that I wrote about, but I haven't, you know what, it should be like ever since COVID hit, I haven't written in in a diary. So I guess you could say, you could, with all the information I'm getting, Mm -hmm. you could say that meeting me was one of the biggest moments of your life. It's definitely up there, yeah. This is huge for me, let's hear it. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Um, I now co-host an open mic. At the bar right next to my house, the Oaks. Oh my god! I host it with Rachel Scanlon. I first, first and, and last, last named you. Name? She's the original host who used to do it with her ex. It was called Two Dykes and a Mic. So I told her if she wanted a co-host again, I'd be interested. We've hosted twice together now, and tonight is my first time hosting it all alone. Oh. Fingers crossed it goes well. Mackenzie, <laughs> I've is- been having. So much fun hosting with her. She's so funny and high energy and outgoing, which is the exact opposite of me. And I think we work really well together. Oh, I'm glad I'm making more friends in comedy. Oh my God. 
Canada. Wait, that's so sweet. It's You're very, so gooey. I'm gooey. I know. <gasps> Whatever. Mackenzie, Don't make huge. a deal about it. Don't make the a deal. The fact that everyone has now heard that you just like met me and journaled about me and now we're here. Very, vo- I'm like, you've come so far, Mackenzie. I know. I would never have done this. Erica softened you. Yeah. That's so sweet. I love no, that no. you first and last me. I was always soft. I think that now I'm just more comfortable talking about it. And also, in 2017, how old were we? I was 42. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we were on the road and I made a joke that I was in my 40s and somebody came up and was like, you look great for 40. 100%. I'll never forget because I think about it every night before bed. <laughs> well, you put on retinol. I'm like, I'll fucking <laughs> never. <laughs> I love that you journaled about me. Honored. Yeah. Mackenzie Goodwin really slid in my DMs to host that mic with me. And I did. Listen, I'll slide in anybody's DMs. Which, you know what, kind of full circle brings us to our update. Yeah. So Mackenzie and I, if you're a new listener and you're like, Mm -hmm. what are these two comedians? We hosted an open mic. It became a monthly show and then a podcast, which Mm -hmm. you're now listening to. Right. And a show that you're watching. Um, It's gay. It's fun. Yes. We hosted this open mic. Two Dykes and a Mic was an open mic. Right. In a karaoke bar. And... We hosted it for like three and a half years. Mm -hmm. And at this bar, it was every week. And there's nothing worse typically in the world than hosting an open mic. It's very brutal. Um, People don't want to watch it. People throw up on your leg a little bit. I had a man throw up on me. Yeah. It was bad. People got absolutely smashed, like hammered. Hammered. Including us. I was like, I know I got like fucked up sometimes. I got fucked up on a Tuesday every Tuesday for years. Both walk home. Yeah. That's why we got so fucked up. Yeah. You would be talking to actual bushes. Yeah. I had a drinking problem. I didn't know it at the time. Um, So we got to like kind of go through the trenches together Mm -hmm. and we made like a group of people that would kind of come every month. Yeah. And then just last night, Mm-hmm. We were at a wedding. We were at together a wedding of one of these people that would come to our open mic. It was last night. It was like a reunion of our open mic. Yes, it was. Which was so much fun. You and I dressed unintentionally, unintentionally. like Cameron Diaz and Christina Applegate in the sweetest thing. Which, if you don't know what that movie is, please one go of watch the best it. Movies of all time. It's one of the best movies, and also like strangely made me even gayer. The scene, not strangely. Okay, right. Fully so. Oh, Christina Applegate. Christina just... Applegate's jugs. Is that... Can I say that? I don't know. Wait. wait yeah. yeah. This is all in... It's in good fun. <laughs> Let's She's... take two. I'm keeping it, though. And I mean it. Christina Applegate's body, because she, like... Part of, like, a bit that she does is having women touch her breasts. In the... See, yeah. saying breasts is way more explicit than saying jugs. I disagree. Saying breasts, say, to me, feels like I should be canceled. Say boobies. Saying boobies. 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 Okay. Hey. So, part of the script they yes. wrote in is that Christina Applegate has fake boobs. Yes. And she... Boobies. Boobies. And she wants women in the girls' bathroom to, like, touch, touch them. them. And I remember being in eighth grade, fully salivating. Saying to myself, when do I get to touch Christina Applegate's boobies in a bathroom? I was like, I better get fake boobs so I can get other women to touch my boobs in a bathroom. See, that's the logic. And now all I do is hang out in bathrooms waiting to touch people's boobies. Are you like, are those fake? Yeah. How about those? (laughs) (laughs) I like hand out mints and I'm like, are your breasts fake? This is all I I do. I better check. Here's the thing. Also, the sweetest thing Mm -hmm. has a scene where Christina Applegate drops lip gloss while driving. I think and it's then, toenail polish. She's doing her to, toes. Yes, and she drops, and then... She fakes fellatio 
It, it's, oh, it's, yeah. It's, Cameron Diaz fakes. Cunnilingus. Cunnilingus. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like what you said. <laughs> I'm not going to. Yeah. So, yeah. She fakes going down on her. And it is one of the funniest. Hottest. Oh. And hottest. Scenes. Of all time. And the movie is so fucking funny. Go watch that. You have. It's so like silly, goofy, dirty. And it's like way before Bridesmaids. And people like forget about this movie. It's so funny. It has made me. The gay funny person. It's that a I little am today. campy. It's campy in a lot of parts. Yeah, but it's you're too so, big to fit in here. Yeah, there's a lot of like musical numbers, but it is so <laughs> fucking funny. The movie's perfect. And we showed up to the wedding in we the exact almost <laughs> the we, same colors. We looked so they go to a wedding. One's in pink, one's in blue with like huge hats. We, I pick pick up Mackenzie. She's wearing pink. I'm wearing blue. We look like the lesbian version of the sweetest thing like and come boy, to life. We sure acted like it too. It was so fun to be at a wedding. We'd never been at a wedding before. We've officiated weddings together. Right. We are available for weddings if you'd like us to officiate. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> but we've never been guests at a wedding together. I know. I had so much fun with you. We danced the night away. You're so inhibited on the dance floor. I love dancing. People wouldn't expect that from me. No, I did I literally was like I'm going to outdance Mackenzie and she was out there just like sweating her boobies off. Thank you so much. You did. A, also, I had one of those moments. What? Where I was just like, you're so stunning. Stop. Isn't that weird? I yes. mean, you are, but you know, we hang out so much. Yeah. But I was like, I feel like I really got to see a new version of you on the dance floor. And I was like, you're beautiful. Oh my God. Thank you. It was amazing to see, honestly. I had a lot of fun with you. Did you like my outfit? Yes. You looked absolutely like a waiter. It's very, and I've said it once and I'll say it again. It's very hard to be yeah. fat and mask at the same time. You just can't wear a vest. You, you wore a vest and a bow tie and it really screamed cocktail waiter. But I got to say something. What? The vest is coming back. Do you yeah. remember when all masks were wearing vests? Yeah. Like during the fedora phase? Yes, I cannot forget. And everyone was kind of like, it was lesbians a little are much. weirdly like a milady moment. N- lesbians still are miladies. And it bothers me. I need y'all to stop doing that. <laughs> you know what? Masks were just like, and helplessly wearing vests. Yes. Like not well fitting. No, no, no. It was and like with 2000... t-shirts. Wait, a t-shirt that ha- a plain t-shirt that has a fake bow tie on it. Yes. And then a vest with it. And then you're right, a fedora. And a fedora. A fedora that could have been checkered too. You know oh. the ones. Okay. So, but they're coming back. And I wish. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I wish they weren't. Something's happening. It's very hard to be at a wedding and wear clothing yeah. without being rich that like makes you not look like a waiter. Yeah. But we had a good time. The only thing is like we did get a few good glares. It was a Syrian and I would say the whitest, like the one family was Syrian and the other was like truly the whitest people I've ever met in my yes. life. Yes. <laughs> and those are obviously who invited us. Yes. Um, and th- we did get some pretty mean stares. Well, Mackenzie and I were slow dancing. Yeah. As we do to Syrian music. Yeah. As you do. And yeah, but you know what was very cool? It was a lot of older women. Yeah. That didn't like us. I know. The men ate us up. Loved us. I know. Classic. (laughs) Fucking classic. Here was very cool though, Mackenzie. You're very cool at weddings because I was like, oh, we should just like chill out. And Mackenzie was like, fuck them the whole time. Yeah. I was like, let's throw it in their faces. You're very cool. Thank you. You're a good friend and you're a great wedding date. So if anyone wants to go to a wedding with Mackenzie... 
I'm unavailable. She's I'm busy that night. So busy. <laughs> just so busy. Read writing in her diary about me and my hair. <laughs> Bitch. I wish it was about my hair. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. I know that we have an ask and a bumble today. Yeah, we fucking I'm do. I'm so excited. We got a good one. We got a good episode for you guys today. And if you want to send in a voicemail that we answer and listen to, um, send it in to two dykes and a mic at gmail.com. Yes, thank you. And get, check us out on Patreon so you can see this tent that I'm wearing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a bumble fumble email to us. This is from a listener that we love so much. We love and know this person we know very this, well. Well, just from like being such a great fucking... Okay, sorry. Yeah. Hi, Ray and Ken's. Here is a long-promised bumble fumble from my lover, Emily, and some pictures of us. We're not girlfriends. We're lovers slash paramours together for 2.5 years. So and this incident is one of the first things she told me, and I could not stop laughing. So obviously, I had to share. Please enjoy and then, so here's, and we love when we get photos. Look at them matching. Adorable. With this dog. Adorable. Everyone is so fucking hot. Yes, Star Wars. Oh my God. We'll throw these up. Here's the recording. So a few months before Pride, I went on a date to a museum with this woman. We didn't have a ton of chemistry. You know, you go to a museum, so there's stuff to talk about. She didn't have much to say. Didn't think much of it. A month or so later, it's Pride, and she hits me up like, hey, what are you doing for Pride? And... You know, I was going to the city with some friends, but I said I'd be free after that. And she's like, cool, can I come over? And, you know, we hang. And so I was like, great, a pride hookup. That could be fun. I didn't feel much chemistry with her, but why not? Um, she's supposed to show up at 10. She arrives at 1 a.m. Excuse me? And I open the door like, Fuck no. Well, okay. No. And before I can even say, hey, she asks me one question. Do you have a toenail clipper? I'm like, huh, that's kind of weird. But yes, I say in my Imagine. stupor. And she marches into my house without taking off her shoes while I get the uh, clipper. I turn around and she sat on my couch with her shoes. She kicks them off on my couch and I hand her the clipper thinking she's going to, I don't know, clip her toenails. No, she peels off her socks and proceeds to clip away the blisters on her feet with the clippers before arriving at her toenails. And that is why my friend and I call her toenails. Um, because it's too gross to say toe blister clippings. The <gasps> end. Yeah, I'd say that's a bumble. Oh. I have so many extra questions, though. Like, I want to know, how long did this person stay? Did you hook up? Why didn't you say something? Oh. Imagine somebody comes in, barges in no. your house. It is a first date. No. And they're like, I'm about to clip my skin on your couch. The sheer audacity uh-uh. of someone first of all let's start with the unpunctuality three hours late three hours do you Th- know i've literally been like don't fucking bother after someone's like i'm gonna be 30 minutes late same i'm the exact you no, know no, no. i do it to you all the time i know <laughs> you say, don't I even show bother up. show listen up. we're two punctual patties over uh-huh. here you're telling me even 15 minutes i'm i will it's deduct rude. sex de- deduct sex points from each minute yeah. i'm like uh-uh do you're you need to do to less in the bedroom? I do so much less. <laughs> 15 minutes late, I'm not moving. 15 minutes late, I don't even take my socks off. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. You know who is taking their socks off? This disgusting bumble fumble. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly. That's really terrible. The, the rudeness of being three hours late and then walking in with their shoes on and then saying, I imagine just demanding stuff. I literally am like thinking, would I ha- what, what would I have done if this happened to me? Yeah. If somebody came in and said, do you have a toenail clipper? I would actually say no. Yeah. 
Same. Because I, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but that's no, unacceptable like on a first date. I, yeah, I, w- I would say no. You're not doing anything hygienic at my house unless it's washing out your mouth. Right. Fair. Or t- I, would, I would accept fingernail clipping. If this is a hookup and you fucking like, do it before you get there. Well, no. yeah, but if it was like a last minute thing, you're coming from somewhere else that I would be like, fine. It's pretty intimate, but fine. The toenail is so disgusting. And like, you know, it's not I'm even not, nails though. No, it's, it's the, skin. I can't think about it. It's I cannot skin. think about it. I can't. It's too much. I would I would have done this. I don't have a toenail clipper. I'm so sorry. Hello. Yes. She's Mrs. dead. Barack. Mrs. Barack. Oh no. Who? She's dead? I have to go. You need me now? Yes. Yeah. Oh no, quick, my house is on fire. Like I would be Whatever. so fucking out of there. I would set my house on fire. Same. To get her out. 100%. I'd pull the fire alarm. There's a carbon do- monoxide in here. Yeah. Everybody run. Like gone. Turn the oven on and just open it. I don't give a shit. No. Get her out. Get her out. Yeah, that's wow. bad. Wow. Here's the thing. That might be one of the worst bumble fumbles besides that trash can one we had. This is a really bad one. All of the, if you have to name somebody by not their name, it's oh, a fumble. I disagree. That was almost everyone I dated before Erica. You're such a fucking bad boy. It's not. I just, I was like, this is what their name is. This is what they, because it helped me remind myself, don't do Look that. Look at cool boy Ken. Shut That's up. That's hot, dude. What, that's not hot. Wait, what would you call me after a first date? If you and I? Circus tent. <laughs> oh my God. You'd be like, oh, do you remember that tent bitch? <laughs> well, you know how I call like the one was like sweaty girl. Yeah, of course. You know, like th- just things to remind me what happened on that first date. But you know what? That means that they somebody out there calls you bloody nose girl. 100%. Yeah. No. Who are we kidding? They call me Mackenzie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you for the bumble fumble. We appreciate you. That was really good. Okay. We also have an ask, which I'm really excited about. All right, so this is an Ask a Dyke, yeah, and I'm- it's a voicemail. So let's get our listening ears on. Hey, guys. So my name is Leanna. I am, uh, I guess I'm a lesbian. I always thought I was bisexual and then recently realized I was a lesbian, and now I have this story to tell you guys. Great. Hell yeah. Kind of re- relating to that. Um, so about a year ago, I was dating a man and realized that I did not want to date men anymore. Fair. And I yes, met this do. girl, and um, she we became friends, and I just really need your advice about this topic because it's kind of ridiculous, um, you know, how I've been feeling about it. So I met this girl. We became friends. She didn't even know that I was gay or whatever at the time. We, we had only met a few times. I guess it didn't really come up. And... So she texts me one day. She's like, hey, have you ever thought about, like, being with a girl, whatever? I'm like, yes, obviously. Like, look at me, you know? And um, I look pretty gay, I think. And so long story short, we start having this, like, little fling or whatever. Um, And then she kind of freaks out and is like, well, nobody can know. And we can't kiss in public anymore. And we uh, we can't be doing this. And I'm like, all right. That doesn't work for me. So then we kind of stopped talking for a little bit. She comes back into my life. She comes in and out a few times. And then uh, basically she says to me, I'm not gay and I'm going to start dating this guy. But before he asks me to be his girlfriend, I want to see you one more time so we can hook up. Wow. And I said, no, (laughs) that doesn't work for me either. And then she blocked me. My (gasps) number, my Snapchat, my Instagram. All at once were blocked before I could even really respond to her message. 
So now my question is, how do I stop thinking about this girl? Because I think about her all the time. I know that we had a strong connection, and the reason that she's lost me is because she's afraid of her sexuality. Um, but, you know, I... I've never been, like, more attracted to somebody, and I don't know what to do about it because she's treated me horribly. And um, as a baby gay, this is, you know, it's very confusing for me. So any advice that you have um, is super appreciated. I think you guys are so funny and so awesome, and I really love uh, listening to your podcast every week. So thank you so much. Bye. That was okay. cute. Uh, we love you. Hi. And welcome. Welcome to Full-Blown Lesbianism. That was a really interesting ask a dyke. What a wild ride. Yeah. I think it's very interesting that they, like, the girl was like, I'm not comfortable kissing in public anymore. Something makes, switched. Something, something happened. happened. Maybe with her family. And who's to say? I want to be very careful with what I say to this listener because, like, I think it's, my immediate reaction was, like, she's in love with you, but I don't know if that's helpful for you to hear Right now, no. because because it doesn't matter and it doesn't change anything. Correct. This girl has already decided that she's going to like block, cut off, and push away the feelings for you mm-hmm. in order to have this relationship with someone else, a guy. But it, it doesn't really matter who, because she's already made the decision that like this experience that she had with you or moving forward with you or her queerness in general is not something that she's ready to handle. Yeah. And even if she does have feelings with you, she does. And she's not ready to like do that. And like it is not worth it for you to like wait or even to pine because like it, it's really easy when people do us wrong or we have when you know you have something with somebody and they're denying it like a lot of movies are based on this like it's going to happen it could be what ifs and yeah. like it's not well it's not realistic well it's just like it's and it it's also, a waste of like your time you're pining like you're newer to being into this like queer you're a baby gay self-defined yeah and like those pining feelings are so much better served for you towards literally someone who is just kind of more willing to not block you on all forms of social media well, and try to available. fuck you one more time. Yeah. Like, you, it's so easy to, like, hold on to those when you're like, we had such a great few times hooking up and then she was like, well, I'm very proud of you for not... Yeah, for saying we, no. When we listened to this email or this voicemail initially, I think I turned to Mackenzie and was like, I would have done it one more time. Yeah. But I'm toxic and I, you're doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the the boundaries that you set up are actually like very impressive. Oh, very I, incredible. Especially for a baby gay. Like if yeah. I was very attracted to somebody, our sex was good and they were like, "Let's do it one more time." I like you would probably do it. Right. And but we, I, that's not the right answer. No, and I think that this person already knows the answer, which is you have to move on. And yeah. you have to put this person out of your head even though you keep thinking about them. Right. You've got to move on in the sense of like go out and start dating other people because once you have somebody else in in your like crosshairs, yeah. I think that you're going to that person's slowly going to fade and fade and fade until you don't think about them anymore. I think that's absolutely perfect advice, McKenzie. And you just you have to pray that they don't come back because this I person know. it what that's sucks. What I'm worried about well what sucks is that this person blocked you which means all the power is in their hands so they can unblock you at any time and i would be very wary of this person trying to come back in your life when they realize that they are in fact queer and they can't hide it and they can't suppress it by dating a man and like lying to themselves because obviously there's feelings there both ways right because you wouldn't block somebody unless you had a lot of feelings 
what we all know what's going to happen. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is like find somebody else to be around so that when this person does come back around, which they probably will. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. You, the second that you start shifting your focus to some it's what always happens. You want what you They'll can't They'll come have. out of the woodwork. This yeah. girl will be like, "It's not working with my boyfriend. You want to be my sneaky link again?" And then you're going to be like, "No, cuz you're amazing." And you will have actually put, like, moved forward. Because it's so nice. That I'm like, this, this listener is already way further along. You're very mature. And the person that you're pining for is very immature. Yes. And I think that, yes, it's very sexy to pine and want somebody who's like this. Because they have really good attraction. She was right. like, this is the most attracted I've ever been to somebody. But you will find more, better, deeper with someone else. You will. I think that's the thing is, like, you want what's not good for you. It, and you have to just like grow up a little bit more and start dating other people to realize that like it's somebody she doesn't have magic. No, she it, doesn't have magic. It's just you're really turned on by her. Yes. You're gonna find somebody who actually cares about you <laughs> yes. and, and like loves you. Yes, and that's gonna be way more stable and secure, and you're gonna have way more fun. It'll ignite a true flame in you. Exactly. This is like a very like it's you'll dangerous. See. And it, you're you. I know you know it because she's like she said no. Yeah, which is incredible. But yeah, you'll see that this person and like. You don't want to kind of put your hat on like a, a ship that is so inconsistent. Mm-hmm. To to, I think it's like so crazy to be like I'm. He's gonna before he asked me to be his boyfriend. Let's, let's hook one. up one more time. I mean, that's insane to me to ask that to ask like, that. bold face to be yeah. like, hey, here to not even be like, hey, I missed you. We'll just like one more time to be like, no, quick before he asked me to his, bo- his boyfriend. It's like, well, that's like crazy. somebody about to get married being like, before I get locked down. Right. So it's obviously this person doesn't want to be locked down. Right. This like, is a bad person. No, it's not good. It's a really bad look. And I'm glad that you said no. And even though that they blocked you, I think you should block them back and make sure you don't have contact with this yeah, person. Yeah, you don't need that. It's just no. no fun to, it's also just like, I think it's disrespectful to be like, well, they well, don't care about you. Yeah. They don't. But we all know that the sex is probably bomb. Who cares? Sorry. You can have great sex with so many people. 100%. Like, that's not a one in the million. Thank you. Don't say that. Yeah, yep. Don't hit on the people that, no. Well. We're sorry. I'm attracted to the boundaries that you've set. Congratulations. same, same. Hot. Thank you for sending that in. That was a great ask. It was. Um, Okay, I wanted to ask you a quick question. A cute, what is it? Oh my God, do I look okay? Well, you look... Like a circus tent. Oh, right. Sorry. I'm totally. Kidding. I'm absolutely kidding. Um, there's this new movie coming out. A lot of people are talking about it. It's mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett in another <gasps> lesbian drama. Wait, is this the one? She's like... Wait, a, she's like conducting and then like yeah. kissing like yes. somebody's throat. So you've seen the trailer. Of course I've seen the trailer. I've got all of the DMs are full of I the know. trailer. People are really coming out for this. Yeah. Apparently it's so not- is Kate Marshall. Oh, Hello. Well, she's like a queer icon. Yeah. I know, our feet touch. All she does is play older dykes. She wants an Oscar really bad for playing a lesbian. I think that's... And let's give it to her. We have to review this on the podcast. Of and course. we also, I think in a cup, an episode coming up, we have to review bros. Yes. So there's is that a- Billy Eichner's? Yes. Um, there's a lot of new gay movies coming out that all look phenomenal it's cool how like gay movies are getting so mainstream ma- massive yes like, big budget big stars yeah like and also i like that the Kate blanchett one is not a bond drum no it's like right 
No, I don't think so. Is it a so. true story? I think it's a true story. Hello. Yeah. And so Billy Eichner's is a rom-com. I'm so here for gay man rom-coms. Same. Fire Island, I loved so fucking much. Yeah, we it's reviewed that. Year. And it was really, it's a solid year for gay movies. Um, so We're we going to review those. those. And yeah. when, when is that one out? Can we go watch it together in theaters? Oh my God, Will we, you sit on my lap? Absolutely. Do you remember when we saw Disobedience together? You and I... I would love to see Disobedience again in theaters with you. I was, Mackenzie, I swear to God, I said this not 48 hours ago to Nazara. That you were like, I want to go, go see Disobedience, Disobedience again with Mackenzie in a theater. That's cute. We should. Um, that movie was so horny. Oh. You and I were joking because it was like 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> on like a we Tuesday. Love a, we love a Tuesday 10 a.m. movie. And we were both very turned on. Oh. I think we were, I think it's fine to get horny with your friends. See, I used to think that I was like, why do men go to strip clubs together? Like <laughs> getting communally horny to me is so weird. And then? And then I was like, but women will go to go see like a rom-com together. And you know that they're all getting horny. Yeah. It is something like, I think rom-coms with your friends are the exact same as men going to a strip club. hundred percent. Cause it's like. Lesbians it's, going to see hustlers together. Yeah. That is horny bonding. It is. And let it happen. There's something about community horniness that is very strange to me. I love to group pine for people, specifically I mean, J-Lo, well, together. That's, that's a concert. You go to a concert, the entire audience is right. group pining, pining for that one person. Right. It is a weird experience. And that's called community building. Yeah. I, I call it community horniness. And I fucking love it. Yeah. I hope that that's what's happening here today. We should go see a concert together. Right. Who would we want to go see? We have to see, like, Kehlani. I was... Yeah, it no, has to be Kaylani. Yeah, Kaylani's t- TikTok presence has been making my, I can barely hold my phone. I'm dripping wet. My my palms. Kaylani came out as a lesbian. Sure did. And then all of every video that is now dropped is so exceptionally horny. It's and queer that I'm like, is this? This is to me what the community needed needs. and wanted. A hundred percent. What Kaylani's doing is mm-hmm. the Lord's work. Yeah. Because there's a lot of new queer people. Oh uh, yeah. And they need a, Kal- a Kaylani to be doing what she's doing. Uh, every video I see of Kaylani, she's either lack of a better word. What? I fucking me to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or quite literally simulating topping people yes. like her background answers yeah, yeah, yeah. or um, like just casually just doing such filthy mm-hmm. pulling a lot of hair yeah. like really really getting into it well, don't you remember the Demi Lovato video so she was on tour with Demi came out and like topped Demi on that yeah. bed that Ooh. one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that also was like, whoa. But reignited yeah. a lot in me. Yeah, no, okay. I'm not okay no, no, no. anymore. Nazara was saying she saw Kaylani in concert before and she was very like tame. Yeah. And Nazara's like, she came out as a lesbian and basically harnessed her power. Yeah. This is what happens when you come out as a lesbian. You're just like 10 times more. Than, yes. Than you were because you're like finally comfortable with yourself. It's there's a lot of power to being queer. I agree. And when people accept exactly who they are, yeah, you can do anything. You can literally do anything. It's legitimately. That's like what I'm getting from Kalani. Other than like so much horniness that it's like I can barely leave my house. It's a lot of nipple. It's a lot. A lot of choking. A lot of a lot grinding. Of, yeah. A lot of grinding. And power. I'm here for it. Let's go watch some videos. Let's go watch some Kalani. I'm just so excited for fall TV. I'm I'm ready for the next phase. Yes, we're in a a nonstop heat wave in yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, but I'm really. I mean, obviously, we know fall's coming. Fall's coming. It is 
Fall is owned by lesbians. Absolutely. I, I'm sorry if, if you're over here trying to argue with that. Like, I know that's no, straight. Which season? Sorry. The witches are out. The lesbians are out. I'm so We're sorry. Here. We don't make the rules. And I know that, like, a lot of straights, gals particularly, try to really take over, like, pumpkin spice season. No. And that's not to say that dykes don't Who love do you pumpkin. think made pumpkin spice? Your gay barista named Brittany. Exactly. They were out there foraging. They were out there with the spices and trying to win your ass over. Yeah. Pumpkin spice was made by lesbians for the one straight girl that they have a huge crush on. Literally. That's not pumpkin spice. That's pining. Pining spice. Pining what? spice. And it's a brew. Yeah. Made to entice you. And guess what? It fucking worked, didn't mm-hmm. it? It sure did. And I'm really I mean, a gourd? Who's out getting gourds? Legitimately. Lesbians. Lesbians are out there picking up giant pumpkins with their huge biceps who Car- do you think's carving those this? gourds? Mackenzie. If that ain't... Sco- that... Halfway there. Living on a prayer. Getting messy fingies. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Pumpkin spice was made by us for, for you. For you. For everyone. And that's our gift yeah. to fall. Mm-hmm. And the world, honestly. Okay, so you're right. Fall television is coming back, which means... I don't know if you heard this. What? The morning show, season three is coming. Morning show. Reese Witherspoon... Juliana Margulies. Jennifer Aniston. <gasps> Come the fuck on. I mean, I'm going to be honest. When I saw, I wasn't a big fan of Juliana Margulies. Her name does sound like a woman going down on another woman. <laughs> <laughs> I gave her Say a it again. Juliana Margulies. <laughs> it does. I gave, There's a lot of tongue. me a Juliana Margulies. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. You got Margulies this year? I got Margulies hard. hard. We actually Margulies each other at the same time. <laughs> Which is only for professionals. <laughs> so wow. it's coming back, and she announced that she's coming back for season three, which means hopefully... It's going to be gay as fuck. I'm hoping we get more sex scenes from Reese Witherspoon and Julianne Margulies. I have no... I know there's a lot of like lesbians out there that are mm-hmm. like, oh, cast more queer. And sure, yeah, cast more yes. queer. Of but course. Also, but also, if Julianne you- Margulies... Frenching Reese with her spoon. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm out here I'm happy as can be. I really do hope, though, because I don't think we've ever seen it, a Jennifer Aniston lesbian scene. We haven't. The world is not known. But, I think but we I'm, need to. we're ready for it. And I think that she's ready. I think, I think she Jen is. is at that point in her career where she's like, it's let's, time. Let's do it. To go a little gay. <laughs> we did. To go a little gay. Yeah. Like what is this? the, <laughs> wait, what is the, the 30 Rock? You can either go country or you can go gay. And that's the truth. That is, if you want your career to ramp back up, mm-hmm. country or gay. Country or gay. And I think this is the good time because I'm like, st- I'm getting a little sick of watching Love Island because it's like, I'm ready for the season to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I need my new fall programming. Yeah. And just to hear that Juliana Marley's, sorry, can we even imagine our well, editor just edits that out because it's so filthy to say her name? The last name is what makes this podcast explicit. Juliana. <laughs> sorry it's filthy that's a hot cunniling name it is sorry about it there's a lot of tongue in there i'm really excited for the fall programming all i want to do is sit down with my loved one mm-hmm. with me a, mackenzie goodwin <laughs> with a hot tea i want a hot apple cider I want a hot that just kind of like burns your throat as it goes down 100 mm-hmm, wait mm, what did i tell you i watched elvis yeah the movie elvis yeah do you think elvis is gay Okay, well, this is... Do I think Elvis, historically, the person is gay? No. Okay. Do I think... What is his name, the actor? 
Austin, Austin Butler? Austin Butler. Do I think Austin Butler is gay? No. Do I think Austin <laughs> Butler as Elvis is queer? Yes. yes. I'm... Thank you for breaking that down for me because yeah. I'm sitting here watching this mm-hmm. thinking to myself, why do I want, why am I getting gay awoken? Mm-hmm. Can I, okay, can I actually tell you what it is? Yeah. In the movie, not queer. It's the edit, the fan edits <laughs> that you see of Austin Butler as Elvis, just like walking. Yeah. And then, you know, the edits it's where it's like, camp. it's like pop, like it pops from one photo to another. Yes. And there's always like that fucking song in the yes. background. <laughs> That's queer. Yes. The the fan edits of Austin Butler are queer. As yeah. He is straight. Elvis is is probably a heterosexual. Sorry. <laughs> Sucks to suck. I think don't be sorry. Elvis is very and I I would like to give that to them. Fine. Elvis you guys is not, can have Elvis. You're saying you guys as if as we're the straight, straight people audience. are over here. Obviously, straight people aren't listening. But the straight community, you can have Elvis. Yeah, that's but not one we need. But the gay community is taking Austin Butler as Elvis yeah. in cuts. Yes. I think we deserve that. I think I deserve, the, instead of this tent, mm-hmm. just one pleather one piece with a huge collar and yeah. some frills. I'm going to be honest in a, in another world. Yeah. You are Elvis. I I'm so glad mm-hmm. that you said that because I think so too. Yeah. I'm just two clicks away you and are. a wrong timeline. <laughs> yeah. From being a male superstar. International <laughs> superstar. <laughs> I see that for you. Thank you so much. Oh I can't God. wait for fall. It's coming. All right. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. I'm Rachel Scanlon. Go do something gay today. Bye-bye. You pervs. We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin. Rachel Scanlon. World.